Chapter Six of the Rover Boys in Camp by Arthur Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Berard. Chapter Six: Fun on the Boat. At the city of Ithaca, the boys stopped long enough to get dinner, and were here joined by Fred Garrison and George Granbury, two more of their old school chums. Hurrah for the gathering of the clans! cried george granbury with a beaming face this is like a touch of old times how are all of you anyway first rate with the exception of hans here said tom he's got the buckwheat measles ja und tom he's got der jibberjocker fever declared the german boy bound to do his best to get square good for hans cried sam tom after this you have got to take care or hansie will roast you oh hans is just all right observed tom and when the german boy's face was turned away he took the latter's coffee and put into it about a teaspoonful of salt tell you what fellows this coffee just touches the spot he added loudly right you are said fred garrison never tasted better in my life so far hans had not touched the coffee but hearing the words he took up his cup and downed a deep drop it may be added that he was a german who loved coffee a good deal and frequently drank several cups at a meal for an instant the german youth said nothing then his face turned pale dot coffee was not good he gasped why hans cried several see how pale he is getting came from george granbury hans are you going to die don't say the coffee is going to poison him burst out tom i was reading about poison getting into the coffee at this hotel last week but of course did i got poison piped of coffee in here demanded hans to be sure but how fuss dot poisoned coffee taste anyhow i'm sure i don't know i think it was a little salty came from fred garrison my gracious me of dots so i was poisoned sure run for to talk to quick here eat some jam hans that will counteract the effect of the poison said tom and handed over a small dish with jam in it over which he had just sprinkled the pepper with an exceedingly liberal hand anxious to do anything that would stop him from being poisoned the german boy clutched the dish and took a large spoonful of the jam but as he gulped it he gave a gasp and the tears started down his cheeks don't mind zate he bawled i was part up alive by my mouth already take it away quick and jumping up from the table he began to dance around madly it's a serious case said tom if he's burning up we had better call out the fire department this remark made hans grow suddenly suspicious he caught up tom's cup of coffee and tasted it i know you tom rofer he said dot vos more tricks of yours ain't it he held the cup of coffee on high how you like dot hey and splash down came the coffee on tom's head and trickled down his back hi you let up roared tom and knocked the half-empty cup to one side let up i say or i'll have the landlord put you out i told you to take care tom came from sam when the other boys had restored quietness when hans gets his dander up he is dangerous dot is true 
came from hans i vants no more them chokes already and then as the waiter came hurrying up he forced tom to order him another cup of coffee and took good care to keep it out of the fun-loving youth's reach poor tom sopped away the spilt coffee as best he could but it must be admitted that for the balance of that day his backbone felt none too comfortable yet he bore no grudge towards hans for he knew that he had deserved the punishment meted out to him down at the dock the boys found the golden star a trim little side wheeler ready to take them up the lake there were about half a hundred passengers bound for various landings and among them six putnam hall scholars including our old-time acquaintances jack powell generally called songbird powell because of his habit of composing poems and songs and that aristocratic young gentleman who rejoiced in the name of william philander tubbs the family is surely getting together remarked dick after another handshaking had been indulged in songbird do you warble as much as ever you can wager a sweet potato he does said george granbury nothing short of a cyclone will ever stop songbirds warbling eh songbird for reply the youth addressed turned a pair of dreamy eyes on the speaker and then said slowly with hopeful hearts and brightest faces to school we go to fill our places we'll study hard and do our best if songbird powell will give us a rest finished tom oh songbird have mercy on us and don't begin so early you're a good one to preach tom came from larry started to joke the moment we met him didn't he hans did i questioned tom innocently i had forgotten he turned to tubbs and how is our friend philliam willander to-day william philander if you please rover was the dignified reply i must insist on your getting my name correctly this term all right tubby old boy it shall be just as you say i wouldn't hurt your feelings for a big red apple then please don't call me tubby you know my real name is william philander tubbs don't you want esquire tacked to it too that isn't hardly necessary as yet but you may write it after my name if you have occasion to send me any written communication continued tubbs with greater dignity than ever phew but tubby is worse than he was before whispered sam to dick they must have been tuning him up at home tubbs is going to try for a captaincy this term said powell who had not minded tom's interruption of his versification in the least hurrah for captain tubbs cried tom captain allow me to salute you and he made a sweeping bow to the deck tom spoke so earnestly that tubbs was pleased and instantly forgot their little differences i shall be pleased to become a captain said the young gentleman i feel i can fill the position with credit to myself and dignity to the academy there is military blood in my veins for a second cousin on my mother's side was a lieutenant in a civil war besides that i have studied military movements at west point where i went to see the cadets drill do you know how to swab out a cannon asked sam with a wink at the others i shouldn't uh, care for such dirty work replied william philander tubbs with dignity or police a camp surely you don't think i was ever a policeman don't you remember what policing a camp is 
asked george granbury upon my honor i do not it means to clean up the streets burn up the rubbish and all that thank you but i do not uh care to become a street cleaner returned tubbs with great dignity sorry but i'm afraid you are not cut out for a corporalship came from tom i didn't say a corporalship tom i said excuse me i meant a sergeantship no i said make it a second lieutenantship then tubby anything to be friends you know i said oh bother if you want to be a major general go ahead nobody will stop you hurrah major general tubbs cried sam that sounds well doesn't it fellows we'll have to present him with a tin-plated sword came from one of the crowd and a pair of yellow worsted epaulets added another and then songbird powell began to sing softly rub-a-dub-dub here comes general tub he'll make you bow to the ground you must stop every lark and tow the chalk mark as soon as he comes around there you are tubby think of songbird composing a poem in your honor cried tom you ought to present him with a leather medal i-i don't like such um such doggerel cried william philander tubbs angrily i think well i never ejaculated tom in pretended astonishment and songbird worked so hard over it too thus doth genius receive its reward songbird if i were you i'd give up writing poems and go turn railroad president track walker or something like that you boys are simply horrid don't you know cried tubbs and pushing his way through the crowd he walked to the other end of the boat being away from school hasn't done tubby any good was fred garrison's remark he thinks he's the high tum tum and no mistake don't fret he'll be taken down before the term is over came from larry colby that's true added another pupil who had been taken down himself two terms before and when he hits his level he'll be just as good as any of us the time on the steamer passed quickly enough and after several stops along the lake the golden star turned in at the cedarville landing and all of the putnam hall cadets went ashore End of chapter six